What is up, guys? It is your favorite night of the week, or at least it's our favorite night of the week. It's Tuesday night, and we're talking all about This Is Us, episode nine. We're on Kate, number two. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. This is not the right summer time. <laughs> I'm happy, at all. I'm happy. I think at this point my song is better than this. Just a bit of the break from the norm. Just a little something to break from the night. Me, all the hot corn. I'm going to for a second. Out of control. School. Okay, in his defense, we gave him like three different songs. Yeah. We tried really hard to find summertime. We did find summertime. Sang, but this is the summertime that we got opening, guys, so... Thank you for what it's worth. This is Erica's version of summertime. Thanks, Steve. Enjoying it right now. What is up, guys? Thanks so much for joining us. I know you all have been, like, killing it in the live chat already, talking up a storm. So we're going to address all of that. Uh, My name is Candice Cruz. You can find me on all of my social media at Candice R. Cruz. I'm joined by my favorite co-host. What's up, everybody? I am Keith Andre here. You can follow me all over social media at Keith underscore Andre. And I paid Candace to say that because we all know we're definitely not her favorites. I'm just kidding. I'm Lena Nori. You can find me all over the internet at Lena Nori. And I'm Erica Shannon. And like Candace said, thanks everybody that's in the chat already. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. I'm still laughing inside about this opening I'm, song. I mean, I'm still going. <laughs> oh, she's she's still going. She ready. She feeling it. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah. All about Kate this episode, and they did not like. They went straight out the gate. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm gonna explode if I don't just say it. Yeah. I was not that impressed with this episode. I wasn't either. They they served it way high. Had the anticipation going. I feel like honestly, the commercials and the previews were better than the actual episode. They kind of underplayed the miscarriage from Kate's perspective, I feel like. Of course, she had her breakthrough mm-hmm. with her mom, which I'm sure will break down. But I just was watching, and I was expecting, as we before we viewed, I was saying, I'm going to be in tears, whereas the tissue boxes, yeah. this is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, it's when someone kind of hypes up a restaurant, I'm not trying to give a dumb example, but to explain or someone's like, this is the best song, this is the best movie, and they hype it up so much that when you go to watch it, you're kind of like, that was an... Um, wasn't as good as I thought it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Especially after my like mental breakdown last week <laughs> with Kevin, so unexpected. With Kate, I really, I don't know, and I don't want to sound insensitive, but she kind of annoyed me all until her mom mm-hmm. came, because I think she just was. It was all surface. Like I didn't see any depth, and it wasn't. The actress, by any means, because I love Chrissy, I think it was just the character in general didn't have, like, she wasn't allowing anybody to get in. I don't even think she was dealing with her own feelings. Like, it was just kind of void. And I was, like, left wanting more. Yeah. I think we all were super excited about the Mm -hmm. episode. Like you said, it was a lot of anticipation built up around it. And we had our own expectations Mm -hmm. of it. Um, but I mean, to be fair, I feel that the story or the narrative of the episode was true to like Kate's yeah. character. Um, I did like that 
where I guess they're streamlining streamlining all of the three. Mm-hmm. So to see it like pick up and hear some of the things we heard in the other episode and just see it from a different perspective. And then lastly, I think with the miscarriage thing, we all wanted it or just expected it to be this big moment. But I think maybe one thing they were mindful of or one thing that they did do well is just showing that this really is something that happens in everyday life. And That's it is, true. you know, a bit more normal than I guess people would expect it to be. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't, I was okay with like her responses or them like, you know, dealing with it. But I mean, for, for it to be this is us, we did want, I, I really came here to cry today. I didn't wear any makeup. I, I was like, <laughs> it's fine. No makeup. We yeah. all said the we were going to cry. Yeah. And yeah. I was left, well, I mean, we'll talk about that later. But I, I just, I feel the same as you three, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to reiterate that. Oh, God, however, we don't disagree this way. However, <laughs> I will point out the, the, the things that I did like. I did like seeing what a miscarriage might look like from Toby's perspective. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like in a lot of TV shows, we always see it from the woman that's experienced it. We yeah. don't really get. So that conversation that they had, I really appreciated. And then, of course, I love the scenes with Rebecca and Kate. I think yes. I was most impressed with Toby this episode mm-hmm. out of everyone because like you even said we were talking um, that he was giving you Jack vibes. Ex- I was just yeah. about to wait yeah. until you were finished. Yeah. Like he was giving me Jack vibes. Yeah. and I, He's ahead of like he's already anticipating how Kate's going to react mm-hmm. and trying to do what is it? Damage control is the best yeah. way to call yeah. it. I loved yeah. him. Yeah. And I, think I loved him this episode. What I really loved is we got to see more of him and see more of just like Toby himself versus just like Toby with Kate. Mm. We really got to see his emotions because I feel like he is an amazing character and really dotes on Kate, which is amazing. Like, I love him for that. But I think we really got to see the human aspect of him and what he's going through. And like, I love that he voiced it because a lot of men either just he was like I'll love you and I'll rub your head and tell you it's okay till the cows come home but this did not just happen to you and I think that a lot of times we automatically feel like the guy's gotta be the man in the situation which yes in one token of course but at the same time like this is your baby too it's not just one person involved in this whole thing especially if you're talking parents like he's gonna help you raise it in a little while too so I mean it's a partnership here. Mm-hmm. I did love that she addressed, and in, in the conversation, I feel like they did a valid point in making both sides like relevant mm. and showing Toby saying this affected me too, but then also her saying, my body's going to think I'm pregnant for the next several weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that actually went through it. They showed the pain where she grabbed at the shower. I just, I think what threw me off, and I know some people in the chat agree, well, most seem to agree that there was ups and downs, I think it's the way they introed the episode. I was still confused. Yeah. What happened? Mm-hmm. How did the miscarriage happen? All I know is it said rattles. Well, we're watching it with headphones, so it has the writing. We heard some rattles. She's already at the doctor's office. The doctor's already telling me you can try again, but we still don't know what happened. It's it's like they kept us waiting, how they don't tell us how Jack died. But this is not something you want to keep us waiting with. I feel like it kind of dragged the anticipation of what happened. Did she fall in the shower? Was it a miscarriage? Was it just caused by natural occurrence? And I think I agree that they're trying to do the whole silent part because I have siblings and sisters and I see that some of my sisters deal with it that way. I just feel like I was expecting a breakthrough role by Kate. Mm, And you could still be silent 
and have a break the rule. Yeah. And that was the interesting part about it. The way we were set up when we were watching it, Candace and Keith were on one side and then you and I were on the other side. We didn't understand exactly how like, no, the miscarriage yeah. happened. Like, we mm-hmm. thought she might have fallen. I thought she fell. Candace and Keith both, I believe both of yeah. you thought that she had or was experiencing the right. miscarriage. Yeah. And then that's what caused her to pull down. Mm-hmm. Right. So I understand what you're saying, that it, it happened, but we didn't see it. And then we find out, like, two yeah. minutes later. And, well, oh, sorry, real quick. Yeah. To clarify to Michelle and Ali in the chat... We're not saying that we don't know what caused the miscarriage. We weren't sure if she fell or it was a natural right. occurrence, and they didn't explain it until they did a flashback like five minutes later. Yeah. So my point is that's why I think the anticipation in the beginning for me, the the flame went out because yeah. we're both sitting looking at each other like, what happened the whole mm-hmm. time? Mm-hmm. Well, I think for that, too, is like I, I, I agree with them, and I think that's maybe why both of us had the same reaction is that it just sometimes happens. And I feel like we would have heard more of a clutter if she had fallen mm-hmm. versus her just pulling right. and hearing her say Toby as she was pulling it down and hearing the clutter. So I don't know. That was just like the way I perceived it. But mm-hmm. I also didn't think like I wanted more from the whole episode but I also didn't expect them to do like this whole like her falling down and having the miscarriage I felt like the more and more she talked about being um, an older pregnancy and her weight I was like this is just going to be like a regular miscarriage because they've brought it to light so many times where she's like this could happen this could happen this could happen right that it was like inevitable that it was going to happen like that Mm -hmm. but I don't know yeah, it just left me waiting. Yeah. The whole, and I think we're all kind of like, I came from a high last week. Mm-hmm. I thought last week's episode was, was fantastic. way better. Yeah, and then this week, and I mean, I did like seeing young Kate and Rebecca interact. And this is kind of going off a tangent a little bit. I did, I went home and just like watched all this is us behind the scenes stuff when I left last <laughs> week because I was still on the like, this is us train. So... It was interesting, and I know that this video has come out a long time ago, is that the young actors made it a point to not interact with the adult actors as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Because wow. they don't want to have the adult actors' performance influence theirs. Right. Which right. I find amazing even more so, because they are so in sync and so in line, and their performances very much reflect the older ones. So it makes sense that like this is a natural progression for Kate. And I really thought she did an amazing performance as young Kate because this is the most I think we've ever seen of young Kate. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. see a lot more of young Randall and young Kevin than her dialogue. We see her all the time, but we don't really hear a lot of her. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. We, see her we see her but in we the don't. background or off to the side or sitting next consoling. We, yeah. don't see, we don't hear her voice. Yeah, which I think is probably indicative of the character, of what they're exactly. trying to get mm-hmm. from Kate. Mm-hmm. But it was really nice to see her get to see a little bit more of... I do like the middle, the high school yeah. Kate. I like the high school Kate. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. great. Even though she doesn't get along with her mother, and she exemplifies what a high school kid would act like when right. your mom's mm-hmm. in your room, scuffling through your stuff. She also has that jealousy with her mom, too. And I love 
the older Kate, I just didn't love this episode. Yeah. yeah. And I think it was with, still a good episode, but I just didn't love right. it. Right. Not, best way your, to say not it. your yeah. favorite. And I think with high school Kate, it was nice to see, because we all have been talking about this relationship that she has mm-hmm. with her mom and this rift. So it was nice to see her, you know, have the rift, but then like come around and open up about the whole school thing and singing. I was so glad that they had that moment. And then it shed light to the moment that they were going to have. I, I think what when she was younger, she said, Something to the effect of, like, you know, I get it. I wanted um, to raise my daughter this way, mm-hmm. and that's not us. But I'm, my job is just always to be here with my arms open. That broke my heart. There. Yeah. When To hear a mom say, I, all I ever wanted was for you to, like, love me and me love you. She was, but that's not us. Like, that to hear that realization of, like, her having that moment of mm-hmm. my daughter doesn't love me the way that I wanted her to love me just, like, broke my heart for Rebecca. She Rebecca doesn't have good communication, though. And the scene yeah. where she's on the bed know. with her daughter, she's throwing out that Randall's going to probably go to Harvard or some excellent school for mathematics and your brother is going to get a scholarship and that and likely go to the nfl or whatever she was saying going to college for football it's okay if you don't know your passion yet i just i think that she means well she doesn't word it correctly knowing that her daughter is more sensitive she is she does have two brothers that excel in two completely different areas and i can understand because i've seen in adults where if they have siblings or they have friends that are know what they want to do in their life and they don't that it can be very discouraging. So to talk mm-hmm. to a very young girl that's in a very delicate state and has different emotions, and when you're a teen, you don't know where you quite fit, and then your mom's like, oh, it's okay that both of your brothers know exactly what they're doing, but you don't. It's just, she means well, it's just they've never had good communication, the two of them. Right, and, and I, I think don't it's think that's more... a fault of Rebecca, though. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's a fault. I'm just saying they just don't have good communication. Yeah, because I think She's she, tries, she tries to communicate, but when you're dealing with somebody who doesn't like you as a person, like, I think she's trying to find ways, and that's why it comes off awkward or, like, oh, not the best communication skills. Yeah. I think she's just doing what she can with her. Kate has always been jealous of her mom. We've seen that throughout the entire show and seen that their relationship. So, like, Rebecca is trying and doing the best she can and, like, literally watching her every step. Like, I can imagine being a mom and having to walk on eggshells with your child on everything you say. You know everything you say could be the little ticker that, like, spouts her Mm -hmm. off Mm -hmm. or gets mad. Like, even when she came to the bar and, you know, Kate performed and Rebecca was just trying to be, like, da-da-da-da-da. And even at the football game, she was like, I could have helped you. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you could have. When did you give your mother the opportunity to help you? She clearly didn't know any of this. So, yeah, she could have. And you sound like you're pissed off because she didn't help you. But you never gave her she, the chance. She can't control her insecurities. And I'm not, like I was saying, I'm not saying that Rebecca is the one that's wrong in this case. Right. But Rebecca, as the adult, it's a clear fact, as we've seen through, what, two seasons now, that her daughter is sensitive. Mm. And I was actually expecting on the bleachers, remember when she's like, oh, I went through your stuff, sorry? I was waiting for the butt. Yeah. I thought she was yeah. going to say, you Me did too. great. Did you see? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying, because yeah. I'm used to Rebecca wanting, she actually, it's a positive thing. She wants so much for her daughter, but she should know by now what your daughter's going to college, that she is sensitive. I was waiting for the butt. I was surprised when she didn't say, I liked your tape, but... You could have done. A different song. I was mm-hmm. waiting for the butt, and when there was no butt, I was confused for... And I feel like if the brother didn't hurt his knee, there might have been a butt coming mm-hmm. shortly after. 
Mm. But I also, don't know. I don't give Rebecca more credit than that. I was gonna say I'm I don't not mean, giving her credit. I'm saying she's. No, I'm just saying I'm gonna give her more credit than that. I think that you know we've seen you know one side of her. We've seen how she is. So like you said, we did. You kind of set up for the butt because you know the rip that they have as adults, mm. or you know the other things. So to see that she didn't, I think that shows that she knows who her daughter is. But it's only so much I can do if you're sensitive. I was gonna say I think it's going back to what you were saying. I think Candace about being jealous. I think it's more so that conversation that they had at the hospital where Rebecca said disappointment and Kate in response to said in response to that said it feels like you're disappointed in me. Mm-hmm. I think no matter what Rebecca says, it's always going to feel that way to Kate. Mm-hmm. It's always going to feel and I know I'm jumping around a little bit, but even in that phone call when older Kate told her mom about the miscarriage, she in her mind she's like I've disappointed Toby I've disappointed right. you know mm-hmm. my mom I've disappointed all of these different people so I think for to an extent I think Kate lives within this thing of no matter what I do I'm going to disappoint somebody yeah mm-hmm. and also if we I mean now that we're kind of jumping around a tad is that this shade that she threw Randall on that couch when her and her mom were talking about like you know, them as children and, mm-hmm. you know, Rebecca was sharing that bit of her like past with raising the triplets and everything. She was like, um, I know I needed to create space to love you two and to love Randall. And then she said, and you loved him a little too oh, much. Yeah, I was like, oh, dad, gone. There it is. Yeah. But behind every so joke cute. is a little, a little bit, bit of, of the truth. truth. Right. A lot of bit of truth on this one, I think. But she was overcompensating with Randall. Of course. And I'm sure they're scripting it for it to look that way. But I can see, listen, I'm not backing Kate up. She's a teen. She has mixed emotions. She's incredibly insecure. And this is how she's responding to her gorgeous mother who has... An incredible voice, and then Jack loves her so much. Mm-hmm. And she sees, you know, they've even shown scenes where Kate's looking at the way Sophie and Kevin are together, and she sees the way uh, Rebecca's treating Randall. Mm-hmm. I there's like clips where they try to hone in on her lacking love, and she doesn't feel love. And I'm not saying that it's the parents' fault. It's just, you know, she's a unique kid with deep insecurities, and I would think as a parent. They could at least try to communicate better. But I, obviously, now that they got older, I feel like this was the breakthrough. So if one yeah. thing came out of this episode, it was that there's a breakthrough mm-hmm. between Kate and Rebecca. Yeah, mm-hmm. that be- It was a beautiful breakthrough. I, yeah. I absolutely loved that whole bit. Because after the phone call, when her mom just showed up at the door and like, Kate hesitated. And all she did was didn't ask. She just held her. And then Kate collapsed. I was like, that is a mother-daughter moment that... Mm-hmm. I know all of us, I'm sure all of us have had where you just need your mommy and yeah, you I need love your mommy mom to hold sure. you. And it was just like, but it went back to the conversation in the hospital too, where she said, I will always love you. Whether mm-hmm. you want to love me back or you don't love me, I will still be here waiting with open arms, whether or not you come into them or something to, mm-hmm. along and, those lines. And yep. even in that scene, I don't know if it looked like this to anybody else, mm. but it looks like Kate was trying to collapse and Rebecca continued to pull her her up Mm -hmm. and that's when she said I'm here Mm -hmm. because she's trying to reiterate through her body literal Mm -hmm. her literal body that she will be there to lift Kate up Mm -hmm. even if Kate doesn't want her there that was the moment I finally cried I feel like that that was the key moment where they finally communicated the way they should have been communicating their whole life Mm -hmm. where Rebecca just took a step back 
let the emotions go, let her feel, let Kate need her, mm-hmm. and then gave incredible advice, mm-hmm. explaining that, you know, with the father and what happened with her, well, it's not considered a miscarriage, so, I mean, they're, they're the twins, yeah, yeah, stillbirth died at birth, but I think she gave incredible advice, and I would say that they finally, and, and I, I think that's what the underlying message of the episode was, showing how they lacked communication from the beginning mm. until this point, where... I feel Rebecca was a perfect amount of... She didn't say anything to Toby when Toby walked in. Mm -hmm. She said, I'm going to go get some coffee. Not, I'm sorry. Not, Mm -hmm. I know. She gave a little bit of an extra embrace. So Mm -hmm. Toby knew that she knew. And it was just... I felt like it was perfect. I think this is something that we were even talking about. It was either last episode or a couple episodes ago when we were talking about the possibility of this happening. Yes. Was that we hoped that Rebecca and Kate would be able to bond because of, I think it was you that brought it up, was hoping they would be able to bond over the loss of a child and be able to have that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just really liked that, I think something Kate was always lacking too, um, was that Rebecca never really shared much about her stories. Yeah. Or about herself. So she never really got to know her mom. You know, I don't think they've ever shared stories other than like, well, my mom was so hard, I tried to love you more. Or because I was a singer, let me relate it to that. She never just gave a human story of her with her dad or anything like that. So I think that's something that they were lacking and you finally got because she even said, I never knew any of this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to kind of realize, oh, you are like... A, a human, person. a person. Yeah, like you broke down in a grocery store over onions, mom. Right. Exactly. Okay, that was her onions. First of all, <laughs> yes. They first were. of all, if I see a woman in a grocery store, at first when she was pushing the baby cart, it looked like three little watermelons I know, right? in the off shopping cart. I didn't know what you were talking. They were about. on top of each other. Like mm-hmm. first of all, there was no separation. But that's how they did it back then. And if, yeah, yeah. But if I see a woman turning onto the cart, she's clearly having a breakdown. Give her the goddamn onions. <laughs> yep. Agreed. The lady was pushing back with her shopping cart. Like, give her the onions. Oh, my yep. God. Give, give her, her the onions. onions. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You have three children here. Take the onions. I'll get yeah. the purple ones. What the? I right. don't know the difference between like, yellow and purple. One kid Does is hard. She has three. Yes. Yellow, oh. yellow are generally sweeter. Like the yeah. Vidalia onions. I'm, I'm learning things every day, guys. I learned them just in time for Thanksgiving. I'm it's saying okay. for Thanksgiving, this cooking that I got. Okay. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> Yo, but literally, if I saw a woman with three kids, it's so hard to even handle one kid at Let six, what, six weeks old? Well, yeah, no. Yeah. Six weeks? Three. Don't they get help? Don't, doesn't the government give families help if they have more than three children? I don't know if it's automatic. Okay, you have to like, uh, but the, back then it didn't work. Sorry, that was mm-hmm. a little off topic. And even if question. even if the help was there, it doesn't change the fact that it was only one bag. Right, right. <laughs> one bag. You say that was onions. That, the store employee, he should have been right. like, "Ma'am, I will go check in the back and see if Thank we have some more onions." Like, right? stay right here. He was like, "Can I help you?" <laughs> Yeah. Sir, but it was really the good situation. to see yes. that side of her, and you saw how interested Kate was in the story. You know, mm-hmm. that to see them on the couch having that moment where she's crying, and then you know having a fun like a story. I, I did feel like that real kind of companion, kind of parental situation that we don't always the, get to see. Hanging out on the couch and just watching the episode, like that was just enough for me to see them just curled up on yeah. the couch, yeah. just watching the episode. I'm like, oh. mm-hmm. but that breakdown that Mandy Moore did in that grocery store was. Amazing, yeah, amazing. Like it was built. so beautiful and real, and I'm just imagining her as an actress at the end of that, having to like recover from literally having that heartfelt breakdown. Because mm. that was her moment to realize that. Because the reason why I think this, I could be wrong. It's just my 
impression when she said, I never got to feel for Kevin. And I never held him and all that other stuff. Oh, Kyle. I, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Kevin. Mm-hmm. Sorry. All the Ks. Right. Kyle was that that moment in the grocery store wasn't about the onions. It was about the fact that she finally, like, just let all of it allow her. Right. She'd been to feel pinting it. everything yeah. up. And mm-hmm. it was just like a breaking point of like, give me my so, onions. And then mm-hmm. that's when she said she went home and told Jack exactly. about exactly. it. Exactly. And honestly, just exactly touching on that Mandy Moore scene and what we got from her mm. in that moment about the onions, that's what I wanted from other people in the episode. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I, I'm sure, I, I'm hoping some people in the chat agree with me or you guys agree with me. Even the Toby and Kate scene, it was cute, the whole like, no, let's switch sides, you put your head on me. I expected more from that scene, too. Mm. That was the first time you guys communicated after she pretty much disappeared. You thought she could have been in the hospital. Somehow, the shower curtain comes back up. I I needed more. In this episode, I needed more at the end. I'm glad that they ended on a happy note. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that I wanted this experience to break them and it be, oh, this is the worst. I'm never going to have a kid again. I'm not saying that at all. It's it's amazing that they could come from it. But I needed more Mm. from Toby and the Kate scene. I like the Kate and Rebecca I needed more from Toby and Kate. It was just way too easy. Like, oh, okay. I, I, I was so. okay with that, though. I think we had to keep in mind, like, I get it. You know, it's This Is Us. It brings the drama and all that. But I think they do make a point to make this as See? real and See? as... Yes. Okay, it's okay. People will agree with you. <laughs> I thought that I was going to get hate for it. Uh, I, I think, thought we were going to be like, how dare you? But I think they do make it yeah, a point to try to normalize it, to make it as real to life as possible. And we've all, I mean... Leading up to this, we talked about the importance of it because it is such a huge issue and it's something that literally happens every single day around the world. And people, you know, pick up and they move on from it. So I I was okay with the resolution that we got from Kate and Toby because I felt that it was true to kind of who they are and how they've always um, interacted. I didn't need to see them... um, I didn't need well, I, I agree with you. I wanted the same end result because it is something common. That's why, I mean, not common. I don't want to say that knock on wood. I don't want everyone feeling like now it's in the universe. Right. But it is. That's why women don't say that they're pregnant until three months. That's kind of like when you're in the safe zone. So as I said, I don't want, I didn't want a complete breakdown like the world is over. I actually like the fact that they're showing that they came from it. It's probably going to make them closer. It made Rebecca closer with her mom. But mm-hmm. in that scene, she disappeared. She left the middle of... Uh, she was singing at mm-hmm. was at the restaurant, mm-hmm. and she's somehow wandering. And I wanted to know more about the food. I wanted her to say, "Hey, when I'm devastated, I turn to food." But because I want to know what yeah. she gained. I want to know where she gained the weight. That was actually the number one question I was asking. Is teenage Kate looks great? She was stylish. I liked her style. Yeah, she's a bad attitude. You can be bigger with her and mom. Have style though. <laughs> right. You can be bigger and have style though. There's plenty of. I'm saying she was. I'm saying I like. No, I'm not saying you can't. Okay. Be big and stylish. I'm saying, like, she had a good vibe, I'm saying. She was spunky. She was singing. She was submitting to Berkeley. I want to know what point she became this insecure Kate that we have now. Where I mean, her dad's clearly death. She, within 12 hours, what, 12 or 16 hours after she has a miscarriage, 12 hours she's at the, the outdoor patio singing, and within a couple hours after that she's eating, I want to know, because obviously it's when she's that upset, which now makes sense that it's going to be about her father's death, but I wanted to break... Now, the whole point I felt like for the Kate, the three, is to break into not the breakdown of her character, but I wanted to see more about what the evolution of Kate is to today, and I didn't see that. I get that, but I also think too, like, 
Um, you do see that Kate, like, and I even said this at the beginning of this episode, is that she puts a shield up and she shuts down. Mm-hmm. She doesn't feel. She just shuts down. And so she eats to consume all of that. And I have a feeling, we've even seen in previous episodes when she used to go sit and um, Kevin was calling this out. I think it was a 20s episode mm-hmm. where he said, but you're the one that's still driving up and sitting at the house and waiting for him to come out and just eating your feelings. Yeah. So it had to have happened in between that time, the fact that, like... She lost her father, and then in between 17 to 20-something, you're driving up and looking at that house and reminiscing on it, and nothing's feeling mm-hmm. and fitting in that hole, so you're just going to keep eating yeah. to fill that void. And I was very proud of her because I think it does show, a, as much as I wanted more of an evolution of Kate, I think we saw a little bit of it because the fact that she filled it up and filling up the plate was enough, and she pushed mm-hmm. it away. Yeah. And she realized how far she's come. She finally has the love that she needed in her life, because she was lacking love. I agree with all the points that we're making. She's, like, found her love with Toby. Yes, this is a Aww, devastating Toby. thing, but, like, she's realizing, she even says it when she talks to Toby at the end, like, I want to try again. I'm just not ready yet. But she's having these realizations and allowing herself to go through these emotions versus previous Kate, I don't think would have. Like, especially sleeping with a married man Mm -hmm. and trying to fill love and fill void and, like, just going through the motions of life. I think she's finally like, okay, let me live. Let me find that happiness with my mom. Let me find that happiness with the Toby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you could could look at it as this being the start of a new chapter Mm -hmm. for Kate and basically wiping the slate clean with her mom, starting fresh, wiping the slate clean with Toby and in four weeks or six weeks or 12 weeks, however long she gives it, having it, you know, working on having another baby. Mm-hmm. So I think this is Kate's purging, yeah, for lack of a better word, for her to start something new mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and continue her life in this trajectory instead of staying where she was before. Yeah, yeah, I agree. for sure. And not That's only that, beautiful. this episode too was more about showcasing, I think, the relationship that she has with Rebecca. I mm. mean, we know even around this time, we see her, like you said, she's teen, she's youthful, she's fun, but let's not forget, in just a couple of weeks is when her father passes because we mm. know... Um, Are we ever going to find out? <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> yeah, Sooner or later. <laughs> but I think that's why we got to see such a different side or a different experience from her. I, I get what you're saying as far as, because in our minds we think we know like her timeline. And so this is what happened with her dad. And then maybe she started eating and then she becomes this person. So that is such a huge part of who she is. But I think the focus was more on tying in this storyline with her being pregnant, mm-hmm. with not going well, and now you know, mending with Rebecca. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited for the mending with Rebecca because I think the last two seasons were all annoyed with their relationship and their lack yeah. of communication. But if we're going to compare it to the big three that they kept calling the big three and they kept advertising that we're going to see Randall's character. And I feel like in every episode, they were connecting it to the father. And I didn't really feel that a lot for Kate in this episode. So maybe that's where the disconnect is for me is that mm. the connect was supposed to be Kate and her mom, and not Kate and her dad. But with Randall, we saw that when Beth's first pregnant, kind of like his breakdown that he had, and his evolution, and his mom came to visit, remember when she's giving birth, and he kind of had to get his shit together. Yeah. But we haven't, and with Kevin, we saw Randall's, huge... Randall's big episode until next week. Mm-hmm. But we've still, even the episode before Kevin's, that's what I'm saying, like, based off Kevin so far, and what we even saw underlining in Randall's, we saw a lot from Randall, the, the episode before that, with Beth's first pregnancy, and how you right, know, he but had that. I'm just saying to to, to kind of clear up the episodes that 
because the way it's presented is that these three episodes are going to show us like huge impacts of who these yeah. people are and like you said last week with Kevin's we really got to see like the things Incredible. that really shaped him and made him who he was so I agree it wasn't I don't feel that we really got to see kind of the total shaping of who mm-hmm. Kate is whereas looking forward to Randall's and we know it's going to be about because like I said the good thing is with the episodes they are it's like the same period from each person's perspective mm-hmm. we saw Kevin it's with like the a football. vantage point you guys ever watch that sure. movie yeah. I actually like that Love they that. did that because at first I'm like are we watching the same mm-hmm. That's what I thought episode too. from last week that's what yeah. I thought too so so knowing that we know Randall a huge part of who she of who he is and what shapes him is the education piece and like trying to go to school so I do agree with Kate's it was it feels that it was more just into the storyline that she has now we don't see what really there wasn't anything dramatic right like we're seeing these big breakthrough moments we're seeing all this so I get where you're coming from I I think is that we're getting so much juice from these two characters that we're not really getting a lot from Kate's character like Kevin's monologue yeah yeah, on the field yeah I wanted I don't need Kate to have a breakdown but I needed something deep to see where this aggression as a young girl is coming from. Yeah. I get that. And I, I don't that. think that, I I don't think, well, probably now from seeing this episode, I don't expect to have that type of moment with Randall's story. No, I don't I think I, so. I don't expect we'll, it to we'll be We'll find that. out about Randall yeah. and his evolution as a man. You know, as we saw, I mean, I didn't understand, so you guys were explaining the whole Howard University and how he's actually, but I feel like this is the evolution of Randall. Right. Like, Randall's more of a level-headed He's not like his brother where he does outbursts and is mean or, um, you know, has the miscommunication with his siblings. So this is his biggest challenge is finding mm. out that balance for him. Like, who, which like which Randall is the right Randall? Which way do I go? What's yeah. right for him? Well, not what's right for Kate or Rebecca. I mean, not Kate, Rebecca or Jack, but what's right for Randall? I think we'll get... I mean, we can do predictions in a second more about Randall, but I still want to focus on mm-hmm. Kate and Toby, especially since this is their episode. And um, I really, really enjoyed, because we've talked a lot about Kate, I, I think that Toby had such a pivotal storyline in this one, too, with him going and, like, going to the distribution center. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. to see him have that moment. Like, to see him, like be the man in the relationship yeah. being like listen yeah. I'm going to take care of my woman and I'm not going to let her have any more devastation than she's already had I'm a strong so, and powerful yes, man yeah, and I'm I, trying to keep it cool right now but you don't understand exactly I, I love I, and I appreciated that because I don't know if we've ever seen that side of Toby before mm. we've seen him be serious we've seen him be romantic of course we've seen him be funny Yeah, but we've never actually seen where he's used his stature mm. to cause someone to do something for him mm-hmm. in that moment where he was what did he say you just said it he's a large and powerful man yeah and he was like and i'm going to use my I'm gonna size yes. yeah. and i'm gonna to puff you know. yeah right. to get you to do what i yeah. want you're packing mm-hmm. shit and down. even going further he was like i will tear this impl- entire warehouse apart just to find this one box and it was a baby tub yeah yeah i thought because that was good he was like i cannot allow this to come to the house if it comes to the house all hell is going to break loose yeah. and everything is going to crumble. Can I tell you guys something that I think the main scene, the main scene, yeah, the main scene in the show that I got the most emotional was actually not even the Beth and Kate, not Beth and Kate, sorry, Kate and Rebecca. I was kind of expecting that. Like, you, I think yeah, Erica yeah, and Candace had said last week that you guys, we all we knew it was, knew something. they pretty right. much yeah. told us everything in the preview, is the moment that the packaging guy realizes 
what is in the box when he says, do you know anybody that's having a baby? And he's like, yeah, my cousin's about to have her third. And he goes, would she like a bath, like this bath piece or would she like this? That was the moment that I couldn't hold it back. I was like, this is so, because this guy's probably, this guy's crazy. God knows what's in here. Maybe he ordered something he wants to return. It's an ex-girlfriend. He's trying to like intercept a gift he got her. And then when he realizes that it's a tub and the guy's like, I'm sorry if something happened. And he's like, just his face. Like, Toby didn't even say anything. Yeah. But just mm-hmm. Him yeah. hitting that wheel. Yeah. Oh. Just that anguish and that that fear and that hurt. And, like, just all he wants to do is protect her. And he's letting that outweigh his hurt. Mm. And that was before, and I liked that Carl came running out with it. Because yeah. Toby was about to leave right. without it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why he was really pounding. Um, but mm-hmm. I like that Carl came out and was like, I found it, you know, sign here. Like, it was almost like he was scared mm-hmm. still at that point. Yeah. And then what you're saying, Lena, when Toby was like, well, do you have, are you having a baby? No. Do you know anybody that is my sister? Mm-hmm. That was the point that Carl was like, oh, something must have happened. Right. So I'm I want to so give sad. my condolences yeah. to whatever happened. So. I want to see Carl again. I want them to become <laughs> Carl, friends. Carl was great. I want them to well, become friends. Good because, job, Carl. Because until then, he was just a crazy dude trying right. to intercept a package. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, man? I yeah. deal with packages all the time, and we have some crazy people that like, I need my package. But right. how, okay, okay, how unrealistic was that scene? They're not going to let you walk through the package. I've done it before. I was going to say, really? I think, yeah. it, I think it's, I don't We've think lost, it's common, but I think it happens. We lost a box once, and they didn't, it, that long story, but either way, I, we went to the actual facility and like found it. Because there was thousands of dollars worth of packaging in there, and they had lost it. Mm-hmm. We're like, no, you didn't lose it. So you can do that. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be happy about it. But yeah. you can do it. Assert yourself like Toby did, and you can get what you want. I'm, I'm not as big as him, right? but I'm going to puff. Give me my package. Yeah. I think he did well. We really got to see him mm. almost more shine more so than, um, yeah, than yeah. Kate. I agree. I think like, so. As a character, we got to see a lot mm. of dimension from him. So You guys, yeah. I love how much the men on this show love their women. Except yeah. for Kevin. He just doesn't know how to love Sophie. <laughs> I think he loves her. He just doesn't, yeah, he right. doesn't know how. He don't he know how, how to show it. He's, He's not like, there yet. Uh, but seriously, the love that's on this show is, is unbelievable. When people write this script, it's not also just the the fake, scenic, romantic like notebook actually romantic notebook isn't that stereotypical but you know what I'm talking about the easy mm-hmm. they just meet and they fall in love they have some real challenges that they face mm-hmm. because love and, and marriage is not easy and yeah. I think that they do a great job reflecting that there's like alcoholism a lot of shit that happens they have, the first uh, Kate and Toby have like the the battle on the weight she gets insecure because he's losing the weight she doesn't see a reflection on herself then, of course, there was the marriage thing. And then now there's the kid thing. And then with Rebecca and Jack, there's the alcoholism. If you guys remember, Rebecca didn't want children in yeah. the beginning. Mm-hmm. Remember right. at the bar, they were having a conversation, and she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I don't I know if kids. I want kids. Yeah. And they went yeah. home. So they've they've had some big challenges, not agreeing on kids, losing a child, gaining a child yeah. that she had a problem, you know, kind of like latching onto, not in like the breast way, but, you know, just as a mother. Mm-hmm. And then alcoholism. And, yeah, you know, Kevin, we just get nothing from Kevin. Beth and Randall, they kind of have a cookie-cutter relationship. What's uh, their... The adoption definitely that. took it for I a turn. Say, yeah. Not yeah. cookie-cutter, but I haven't... What would you guys say is, like, the major challenges? They met in college. There's I mean, a breakdown. Then you have, That's like... True. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. And yeah. I think just because they have good communication, I think that we haven't seen as much of their, like... 
crunchiness, but we have to remember there was a way that they got to where they are right, right now. Yeah. I think we're seeing all the beauty of like what a lot of hard work takes to have that good of communication with someone. It yeah. just doesn't happen overnight. Like even if you have good communication and like you yeah. have a good chemistry, it takes a lot to get to where they are. And I think going into, I mean, did you have, I was just yeah. going to say in circling that back to Toby and Kate, mm taking Rebecca's advice and actually talking to Toby about it, right. I think is going step. to establish that open communication that mm-hmm. they'll yeah. have. Mm-hmm. So anything that Kate deals with, or even Toby deals with going forward, they won't hesitate, I feel, right. to talk to each other about it. Do you yeah. think she's going to ask for the bathtub one? No. no. <laughs> I don't no. think she cares. No. no. <laughs> I think with... Um, they're over, they brought the shower curtain back, and they're done? They're done, they're good. Yeah. And that was another moment that I liked when... Toby and Kate were embracing in the bathroom after they had put it back right. and he looks down at her and I don't remember romance. what he says but mm. he's like he's like there it is because yeah. he's like yeah we, we're back now mm-hmm. yeah. this is this is how we are together right. we're, we're yeah. one now again I think a great piece of advice too and I think this is just like great advice in general of what Rebecca said I think sometimes we internalize stuff so much and we forget that we have to communicate what we're feeling right. because she was like I tried to save it from your dad. I tried to keep it from your dad. And I felt like I failed him. But in turn, the other person feels like you're shutting off and that you're being cold mm-hmm. and that they did something wrong. So in turn of me trying to protect you, it's actually making you feel like I'm challenging you or I'm being mad at you or right. whatever. So or it's blaming also, you. You're, exactly. You're yeah. doing the exact opposite of what you're trying to do. And I think her saying that and explaining that way to Kate was like, oh, yeah, I all I've been you. doing is trying to protect you when in actuality I'm hurting you. So basically, right. what you're saying is the onions brought them together. The onions brought them together. They pulled the layers all about back. The onions. You, yeah. So a lot of people in the chat are talking about whether or not Kevin is, if Sophie would take Kevin back, and then also the girl that was in the playwright. I feel like he's gonna go after Sophie because it's all he thought about during yeah. his breakdown. Again, I still stand by. I don't think that they're good for each other. Yeah, I'm, I hope she just. With you. Listen to what he says, which is in the best, but closes the door. Yeah. 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 Well, talking about the last piece, because we are running low on time, and we do have one more of the big three Mm -hmm. episodes going into predictions with Randall. Mm -hmm. Is that, because I already see people doing predictions in here, so I'm like, all right, well, let's just hop right in. (laughs) Yeah, they're talking about Sophie. Um, I was waiting for that, too. There we go. Trying to filter through. (laughs) I'm so excited to see. It's giving me very much like you remember that episode in first season where Jack goes to karate class with Randall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're gonna have the exact same moment because they're going to college and he's like, I can't believe my son's going to Harvard and he's like, actually can we go check out Howard? Yeah. <laughs> I love that though. <laughs> Shout out to DC. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And HBCUs in general. HBCUs hey, I was everywhere. waiting for it. I was like, where I'm going. Right. The Lincoln University established 1854. <clears throat> Norfolk State University, behold it's, the green and gold. But you like, wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Lincoln. So fine. there we go. That's fine. I'm <laughs> very protective of my school. Oh. Can I? I can slice the tension right here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't, I'm going to sit out of this one. <laughs> All right I'll now. tell you is because I lived in Virginia a good part of my childhood, it is cold over there. Yeah. That's all I'll say. It can be. Yeah, but isn't it Howard down south? Freezing. Isn't Howard in Georgia or Alabama? No, Howard's in um, is it DC. DC. DC? Oh. See how much I pay attention. It's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry. I don't know where it is. It's I don't okay. know where a lot of universities are. But um, I feel like 
there's going to be a lot of exploration between Jack and Randall's relationship. Because I feel like they already have a close relationship. But the drive, I remember those long drives with my parents. Mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. you just talk a lot. Or they talk a lot. And you, you mean just you listen, listen a lot. Yeah. Right. You listen a lot. So I'm interested to see if that's going to, how that relationship's going to go. Because I yeah. feel like Jack is so focused on Kevin right now with college and football and everything. And Randall's so close with his mom. I haven't really seen too much of him other than during panic attacks with the hands on the face. So it'll be nice to see the relationship between the two of them. And Jack trying to filter through going to college and not and not being what he expects because he's expecting Harvard. And then now he's like, oh, we're going here. And I don't know if he's going to how he's going to feel fitting in Mm -hmm. all that good stuff. It might be a little crunchy. I'm excited. I think it'll be a good episode. I think that Jack, he, he tends to feel, you know, he's always going to be Jack. So I think he's going to feel good about it. I think next week's episode is going to be like another learning opportunity Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. we get to see, you know, Randall's experience and coming into himself. So I think they'll do a great job of displaying that. And then I know in the chat, someone mentioned last week or next week is the, um, Winter finale. Mm-hmm. So, as far as prediction goes, does that make you guys think it'll be something like bigger or like super dramatic I cliffhanger mean, to hold us over until? I hope anything yeah. better than this episode. I think so. I think they, yeah. Yeah. they even gave us a teaser, which I think this is going to be the most dramatic out of all of them. Is mm-hmm. dealing with um, Deja. Deja. Thank you, yes. Deja, yes. and her, her mom. mom. That's going to be like to see Randall fight because mm. we've already seen him fight for her a lot. In his own way. Yeah. Like, when he took those glasses off, mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to be another one of those moments where he's like, uh-uh, no, you're not taking her. You are not fit to do this. And she's my girl now. Like, you can't mess with my girl. Yeah. They're going to give us something, I think. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Lena? So, I'm going to agree with some people in the chat that have been saying, I, they have a tendency of foreshadowing, like, making it a bold point. Like, we mm-hmm. all knew she was going to have a miscarriage from several episodes ago just mm-hmm. because... They was emphasized on her weight and her taking the prenatals and being extra cautious. They keep focusing on the fact that the power keeps going out. Mm. So I think oh. that ultimately the death, which we're not, we're definitely not finding out by next episode, that's for sure. I think they're going to cliffhang us when it comes back and then it's the final season two finale. But I think it has something to do with the dog and the power going out. Because I haven't seen the dog a lot lately. And it's been yeah. peeing everywhere. But I don't think it has anything to do Ooh. with the pee. But I think it has oh. to do with the dog. <laughs> and the house. Sure. Because it, remember, it burns up. I wonder yeah. if that fuse is the kickstart to yep. something right. going wrong with the electricity. It, it could be. <gasps> it definitely has to do with the power going out. Good it could be, fire. if you guys noticed, how many times have you guys seen Rebecca lighting the candles? You know how easy it is for a candle to tip over and just a fire to start? I haven't noticed. It definitely that. has something to do with the power. Go- it always ends up where she's back in the kitchen and he walks in in the crop top and he's like, oh, and then Kate's like, oh, you're wearing Sophie's crop top? There's always, she's lighting. Oh, well, she's icing the cake. She is, but there's, I'm saying there's candles on mm. the table. Because oh, yeah, she's no lighting light. them. And also, I was getting ready to say, I wonder if this happens like right after they get home, but mm. I don't think it does because remember his cast? I know that this is a very small detail that I noticed. But he has signatures on his cast. Mm-hmm. So there has to be enough time that he's there's, got signatures on his yeah, cast in order couple, to like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little bit so of I think the fire for sure has to do with something with the power going out. Either likely candles, because that's the easiest way for a fire to start is a candle tipping over and lighting something on fire. What I do think the dog is a key is that they're trying to show us how close Kate is with the dog. Mm. How she has a bond taking care of it. So it might have something where she says it's my fault to do with him going back in the house to get the dog or something like that but they keep emphasizing the power going out and this damn dog and there's also not damn dog it's a cute dog I'm not <laughs> like that but I'm saying 
Yeah. In one of their interviews, I did remember them saying, because they were just giving, like, a, a clue about Jack's death, is that he will die the way that he lived his life. So he was a good man. It so you guys poetic. will be very happy with the way, the way the way it happened. Is that he Someone's died? I think it was either Justin Hartley in one of the interviews or Milo, where they were talking about like the death. They weren't giving any clues other than the fact that like the way that he died is the way that he lived his life. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it's something very noble for whatever it was. Mm-hmm. The way that he died. So I don't think it has anything to do with alcohol at all. Okay, but that's just my. I don't think it does, but they keep foreshadowing this dog and, and the, the power going out. Yeah. So it has something to do with the power and something to do with the dog. And to be fair, it's just, we saw the same thing twice. Yeah, that's it's true, the too. Same, it's just it's the a same different time. vantage point. The vantage, yeah, I so agree, but... It's not that we keep seeing it. It's the same thing. But I agree. I think that may lead us somewhere. Hmm. That's interesting. What you got? I can't, I can't top what the three of you nor anybody in the chat is saying so I'm just going to move on to news and gossip yeah okay. do it girl if possible we, we got a little bit of time left but I think we can all agree we're not finding out anything about Jack the next episode no right. oh, yeah. okay yeah no. as long as we're on the same page because <laughs> they're not giving us anything no it's killing me I don't know I have so many thoughts in my head I'll break them down on Twitter later there you go um, but in News and Gossip, we have NAACP Image Award nominations. Yes. They came out. Um, the show's going to be on January 15th, 2018. Woo-hoo. And for Outstanding Drama Series, This Is Us was nominated. Yay. So congratulations right. to the whole show. Um, for Outstanding Actor in a Drama Series, Sterling K. Brown. Mm-hmm. Yep. For Randall, which of course. we all love. Well <laughs> um, Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama Series was Susan Kalichi Watson. Yep. Who plays who's Beth, Beth. Of course. She's amazing. Of course. <laughs> and also, Outstanding Performance by a Youth in a Series Special Television Movie. Little Randall. Limited ser- Girl, can I just... <laughs> it's my news and gossip. Oh, I was guessing. I didn't know. Yes. Oh, I was just guessing. Lonnie <laughs> Chavez yes. was nominated for This Is Us. And also... For outstanding writing, yeah, Vera, oh, right. Vera Herbert mm-hmm. was nominated. Amazing. So congratulations to everybody. Yeah, yes. I mean, for, but for writing, for acting, for all, you know, all that's so, around. I didn't know about Little Randall, but he's such a good actor. Yeah. Testament yeah. to the him. whole cast, to the crew, to casting, mm-hmm. for all of it. I think that they're just doing like a fantastic, incredible job. job. I'm surprised mm-hmm. Jack, or not Jack, what's his name, Milo, didn't get I mean, a nomination. He could have, but they just uh, chose to give it to to Sterling. Yep, there you go. He deserves it as well. And because who, you can't have two people it? from the same show being nominated, is that not how? No, no, no. no you can. probably can, can. because yeah. they were nominated. Sterling and Milo were nominated for a Golden for Globe, oh, Emmys, oh, okay. Emmys, and Chrissy was nominated, and Manny Moore. But I was going to say Sterling and Milo were nominated in the same category. Yes, they were. And Sterling ended up winning. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, he deserves so it, obviously. It's, but it's been done before. Kudos, kudos to them, and congratulations to This Is Us, and guys. I know we could keep talking because clearly it's the four of us and we can always keep talking, but um, we are out of time. So I want to wish you um, and your family and all of your loved ones a very, very, very happy Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, no place I'd rather be on Tuesday night (laughs) with all of you guys. I know I'm so cheesy. Um, But thank you guys so much for joining us and we're ready to round out the big three and the big winter finale next week. So stay tuned on Tuesday. Again, my name is Candice Cruz. You can find me on all my social media at Candice R. Cruz. Yes, Keith Andre here. Follow me everywhere at Keith underscore Andre. I've already started playing Christmas music. Yes! Me too. That's where I am. And Mm. I actually went to the Grove today where they have that giant gingerbread house. They were actually faming Dancing with the Stars there. Yep. 
I know who won, so I'm not going to spoil that, that. Did you see snow? <laughs> the fake snow? No, no, because no, they no, were filming, won. like, Dancing with oh, Stars. Okay. Anyways, it feels... And there's pumpkin spice okay. everything. Yeah. But anyways, you can follow me at Lena Nori all over the social web. And I hope you all eat some great food on Thursday, Friday, and maybe even Saturday. Yeah. And Eric, Sunday. And I'm Erica <laughs> Shannon, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. All right. Bye, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.